was a Hornestipler Rebbe. He was born in, I believe, Tuf Reish, which is 1840, and he passed away in Tuf Reish, Samach Gimel, 1903. He was the great-grandfather of my Rebbe, Zechus Sadiq Uh The lineage in general, as I mentioned on Yom Tov, is Chernobyl. Hornestipel is a specific branch of Chernobyl. Uh, the first Rebbe of Chernobyl <coughs> was a Maori Nain, Rav Menachem Nachem Torsky. His son was Rav Matula of Chernobyl, also known as the Magid of Chernobyl, great Sadik. He had eight sons, and from those eight sons, the Chernobyl or Hasidus in Europe mushroomed and grew extensively, thousands of Hasidim. Uh, his third son, uh-oh, <laughs> <For us. laughs> his third son it's the Eros <laughs> <laughs> we're not on that parsha yet though. his third son were, um, was the Chikasa Rebbe the Chernobler Magid's third son was Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael of Chikas the Chikasa's grandson was the Peleyoites uh, his son the Peleyoites' son was Rabbi Leibola Hornestibel his son was Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Tversky, the Milwaukee Rebbe. And he and his wife had five sons, the eldest of which was my Rebbe, Rabbi Shlomo Tversky, Zichon Libracha. The other uh, sons, the second one was Rav Matul Tversky, Zichon Libracha, who passed away a couple of years ago. The third is Dr. Abraham Tversky, the prolific writer. And the fourth and fifth are twins, that's Rav Michal and Rav Aaron Tversky. Rav Aaron is a law professor and very active in Gurus Yisrael. And Rav Michal is, as we all know, Rav in Milwaukee. So, uh, yes. The, uh, the phrase Peleyoetz comes from the Nebuchadnezzar, right? Yes. Uh, yes, Peleyoetz, Kel Gibor, Aviyad, Sar right. Talking about, some say it refers to Chizkiyahu Hamela. Uh, it means to advise wondrously. We say it at the end of uh, the Zemmer and Shalashudas, Yitzavitz Ruchasto, it ends with, ends with that quote. Okay. We were thinking of naming our counseling groups this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might, it might be a little bit presumptuous. <laughs> uh, Rabbi Tversky Zichron Livracha used to teach the Peleyoites, and um, I want you to know just by words of Haggadah that. It's a difficult safer, the Peleyoids, and it has to be learned with a certain Mahale. Uh, his, his language is very insightful and requires a lot of, a lot of thought. I began learning Peleyoids when I was 19 in Yerushalayim or HaKodesh, actually. And when I came back to Denver and over the course of the next number of years, was learning with Rabbi Twersky in Denver, uh, the insights that his, his own talks and his own teachings and his maizam of his great-grandfather, you know, enhanced a great deal and really laid, for me, the groundwork of being able to, to look into Hasidish's forum 
through the Misora and the Mahalaf that I received from my Rabbi Zichon Libracha. Okay, Bereshus. Asher Asa Moshe Leine Kol Yisro Bereshus Bura Lokim. First Mimer, yeah. The last Pasuk in the Torah is that Moshe Rabbeinu did to, to the eyes of the Jewish people. And then the first Pasuk is Bereshus Bura Elokim. Merumas, it is hinted to Torah, the last letter of the Torah, and the first letter of the Torah, Lamed Beis, his heart. Because Yisrael ends the Torah, Lamed Bereshis begins the Torah, Beis. So the two letters that connect the beginning and the end of the Torah are Lamed Beis, Lev. The Lahoyer Muzeh, Derech Avoda. This phrase right there, which sometimes the Peleoites will uh, write a little more at length, the whole thrust of this Hasidus is called Al Derech Avoda, which means to understand from these Psukim a way in Avodas Hashem which is pertinent to us right now. What did these psukim mean in terms of our own avodas Hashem? That's the mahalach of the Hornestipler Hasidus. He named Mavur, Besforim Kedoshim. The first concept he's going to bring down is brought in Holy Svarim. Inyan Golis Mitzrayim. The nature of exile in Egypt. Hu Shehoisa Hadas Golis. Our Das. I'll translate it just for this, or our mind, our knowledge, was in exile. Shalo yodu es Hashem ha-mahave We did not recognize God, who gave existence and being to all things. We didn't have recognition of that in Mitzrayim. Bulezet nidmu latinok asher bebeten imo, asher rosho ben and we were compared, metaphorically, to a baby who is within its mother's womb, like a fetus whose head is between its knees, like a baby is curled up in fetal position. The idea there meaning that our mind, our rosh, our das, was low. Do you know where this image comes from? Uh, no, I see it many times, but I don't know where the, where the first source of it is. Yeah. So, the Rama is on Shalohoya Lohem Bechinas Mochen Ladas Es Hashem. This hinted to this image is to let us know we didn't have Mochin. Mochin means the power of understanding to know Hashem. That was our Golus in Mitzrayim. That's called Golus Hadas. Valkane conceived the Pasuk Abasuras Yitzias in Mitzrayim. Therefore, it writes in the Torah concerning the news of our exodus from Egypt, the Yadatem Kiani Hashem. And you shall know that I am Hashem. So the coming out of Mitzrayim was not only the physical departure from that place, but the aspect of our personality that was in Golis, which was our Das, was also redeemed. We didn't know Hashem in that Galus. Coming out of there, we came to know Hashem. Shezehu Iker Hayitzia Mi Mitzrayim. 
This is the essence of our departure from Egypt. That our das, our intelligence, our mind, our knowledge would be increased to know and recognize the one who spoke the world into existence with an actual realization, not just an intellectual realization, but for real, to know Hashem. Kemisha roa be'enav, like a person who sees somebody else or something else with their very eyes, that clearly. The Kemosha Kosov, as it is said, and we said this many times on Simchat Torah, Ata haresa ladas ki Hashem hu elokim enav. Do we have any bidders? <laughs> you were made known to see. Okay. V'lochem, haya Moshe Rabbeinu alav hashalom hamalach hagoa. Therefore. Moshe Rabbeinu was the messenger to redeem us from Egypt. Shahu bechinas hadaas shel klolus Yisrael. A concept in Hasidus here. Moshe Rabbeinu is called the collective daas of the entire Jewish people. So, could you speculate based upon this? I don't know if saw this that he's, he's saying, the mouth of Noel, that's nice. I've, I've never seen that brought down. And he may actually even be, you know, taking those words, I would say he is, yeah, from yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, right. But whether Yaakov was referring to that, that I, that I don't know. I mean, it's, it's uh-huh. it's yeah. yeah. So Moshe Rabbeinu was the collective das of Kla Yisrael. It's having one person, Moshe Rabbeinu, who embodied the complete knowledge of the whole Jewish people in its highest, highest form. That's Moshe Rabbeinu. He was therefore the one who could bring over, extend this das to the Jewish people. For them to come to know God the one creator who guides and leads everything that it is upon this that the exodus from Egypt is based okay that's the first step of the Maimon now the second step the final exile however many thousands of years later the one that we're in right now is different Ikur hagolus bechinas hamidos. Our golus is based upon golus hamidos. We have our character traits, our personality qualities are in exile. Now that means not that they don't exist. They do exist. We love, we fear, we have compassion, but it's misplaced. That's what it means it's in exile, as he's going to explain. Golus hamidos. She'ein hadas mispashetes b'midas That what we know does not affect our personality. It's like our head is detached from the rest of our personality. Sha'af she'yodei alumakiris boro Even though we recognize God, we believe in Hashem, we know Hashem gave us the Torah, we know that. Umamin b'hashkachasa We believe that God is involved personally in our life. But our personality traits are not 
motivated by that. They're not affected by that. They remain detached. The nimshuch achartava hachomer. And our midos, rather, are drawn after its more base persuasions. Le'ahov chas v'shalom ahavazora. We love things that you call a foreign love. Right? We're, we're attached by love to things other than God. V'chein b'bechinas hayira. And we are in awe of things other than God. So we know Hashem exists, but that seichel, that does, somehow is not penetrating our midos. And our midos, therefore, are in other places. We could go through every mida, he said, and find this. We are drawn after the power of our physicality as opposed to the power of what we know. And this is because our midos in this last galus are detached from our seichel, from our mind, from our intelligence. <laughs> he was living in a shtetl called Hornestifel that was not a great metropolis and he wasn't living in Paris you know, or Vienna certainly it was the midst of the enlightenment you know, that had ran across Europe but I believe that this has to do with his own insight and um, understanding of how the times were changing and what people were thinking about. And in talking to people as a Rebbe, you saw, I'm sure, thousands of people gathering what was happening in their lives and, all, and also his own, of course, keen perception of the world. But if you look at it historically, it's right in the middle, you know, of the persuasion of the of the Enlightenment. Although, you know, again, he was not in a, a major Western community. He was really in, in Hornstein. And that was pretty deep in Russia. Yeah, quite, quite deep. Yeah, he was in, in, the, in, the, in the Ukraine. Kitikun hamidos hu davka Now he's going to take this another step further. In order for a person to repair and elevate their midos, it must be done with intelligence. It has to be done through the power of seichos. Mochin is a hard word to translate. It has to do with the mind, mind, intelligence, knowledge, all of those things. It's, an, it's the power of intelligence. Like the word moa in Hebrew is, is brain or mind. Mochin is this one. It's, it is, I'd say awareness is part of that. I, I wouldn't want to limit it to that. It has to do with one's total power of, of intelligence. So the mind. The mind. Right, right. Although it could include that too. It's, it's a very broad term. But right now he's talking about really what we know consciously, what we're aware of consciously affecting our mitos. And he's going to give a, an etza about how to accomplish that. Right? Yeah, also, I think that's an appropriate word. Is that related to Now, that word is macho, mem ches and moach is mem vav ches. So they share a mem and a ches. 
and there's got to be some connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, you know, it, it's need a certain kind of intelligence to be destroying a memory. No, like, yes. destroy a memory by, 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 by trying to destroy your thinking of it. Right, right, so the same question. Usually intelligence. Yeah. Okay. Now, he takes a phrase now, <clears throat> I believe this is from the Zohar, but I'm not positive. Bechachma isbariru. That means that through chachma, through wisdom, the midos are refined. The word borer, you know, to select. The midos become select and refined through wisdom. Bahainu, and that is. Now here's a very practical etza about what to do about our midos being detached from our seichel. Lehisbonein b'machshavoso teramasos koldover. For a person to reflect in their mind before we do anything, mahu osa, one should think, what am I doing? Think that thought. Think that thought. Yeah. What am I doing? Mahu osa, the lama hu osa, and why am I doing this? And in that, the alzeh, mora bechinas chachma koachma. Right. Also, from Sforam Hakadoshim, the word chachma. You switch around the letters, koach ma, the power of what? And the genius of this eight says he takes that deep Kabbalistic concept, the power of what, and what does that mean, right? And he makes it very tangible. It's the power to ask oneself, what am I doing? Koach ma, and why am I doing this? And by asking that question, each time before we do something, we are making that connection between what we do and what we feel to our mind. If we don't ask that question, we will continue to be detached from what our mind knows. Asking this question makes the connection. Right, yeah, right. I read it to our Torah on the word Chachma this week. Yes. That ma meaning what? Mm-hmm. The chech meaning palate, mm-hmm. which is the, the tongue and the palate rubbing against each other, and that's the nature of asking a question, but you have to put it to two different views. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist independently. You mm-hmm. have to rub one against the other. Nice, nice. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just wondered yes, if, if you think there's more to say. I, I just looked at the word lama here, and you can also look at it as lama. Ulama, right. Yeah, I, I, what will come out of it. Right. It could be man ulama, and I thought about that. I, I'm more inclined to say it's ma the lama. I'm yeah, more inclined to say that, but I, I, that thought has crossed my mind before in this mimer. Yes, Nisa? Just as a practical measure. Yes. Oh, is this to be asked each and every time we proceed with the decision-making process, or, or does it fall into, does it come into play at more crucial moments than others, or is it just a general process of becoming aware of the necessity of, of asking oneself about one's motivations? I think in this context, it's the general ASA. Not only the crucial things in life, but everything in life make that connection so we don't become creatures of habit because when we remain creatures of habit our teva is to follow our more physical exactly we have to elevate ourselves to that and I think he's really talking about very much very widespread asking this question right and he brings Araya for this concept the kulam b'chachma asisa Hashem made everything with wisdom but this word asisa in Lashon Kodesh it doesn't only mean to make, it means to fix. So, kulam the chachma asisa, you fix everything 
with Chachma. Shakol Asiya, everything we do, Tzricha Lihiyos Bechachma, Lihisponei, Ma, Balama, everything requires that thought. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? The Zerushanamar, and it says in Mishlei, Ki Betachbulos Ta'asem Lachama, a person has to do battle with a plan. One can't just have an arbitrary battle with their human nature, you know, whatever comes up. One has to have a plan. Tachbula means a plan, a strategy. Sha'ayidei tachbulos, la'afoch es teva midosav. But through a plan and through a strategy to transform the nature of our personality, sha'ayidei nimshachin achar hasechel, so that it will follow our higher knowledge, our mind, our intelligence. Velo la'asos kamaisa behema. And not to do like an animal does, strictly by instinct, by rote, you know, whatever their appetite wants, that's what they do. And that requires an effort. That's the next step. Now, third one. Vahine. Hasechel vahadas, mechunim b'shem enayim. Ayin hasechel. Our mind and our knowledge is called, in our swarm, ayin hasechel, the eye of the mind. We could say the word eyes applies to our intelligence as well. It's like when we say in English, I see. You know, it means I understand. So the mind can see. What the mind knows very clearly, like you said before, it's like you see it with your eyes. It says you were made you were you were made known it was made known to you by seeing. However, our midos, they come from the heart. So we have two things here. We're saying the mind is our eyes, in this context, and our heart is the source of our midos. Shahalev hu hamakur shemimenu novaos kol hapaulas. The heart is the source from where all of our actions stem from. They flow from. The heart is the mover of all human force. As the Rav writes, When Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai is asking his five Talmidim what is the most important thing, and one of them says, Lev Tov, a good heart. And there, the Rav Bartanura writes that the heart is really the source of all human function and everything that we do. If that's good, we get back to the source, Everything will follow. Now he's taking it back. That's what it means. This is what Moshe Rabbeinu did. I, notice I translated to the eyes of the Jewish people. The pshat is he did it before their eyes, in front of them. The, the pshat in this mimer is that he did something to our eyes. Moshe Rabbeinu, as the collective das of Kla he he helped affect the way we see the way we perceive. He affected our perception. The same word, Asher Asa, Moshe fixed the eyes of the Jewish people. That same word, Asa. By influencing and giving over Das, knowledge, to us, Shahu Inyan Hayitsiyam as we said, that's what Yitzhak Mitzrayim is all about. V'yadatem ki ani Hashem. You shall know that I am Hashem. The halamid shebesof ha-Torah. The lamid from the end of the Torah. 
im habeiz shel bereishis with the base of bereishis shemaramez abechinas leiv, which refers to heart shahu hamakor lechol hamidos the source of our midos v'shezos hagalus hoachrona and in this final galus shehamidos hema begalus that our midos are in exile detached that we follow the habits of our physicality and our mind does not rule over our heart does not exert its influence properly and the tikkun for this is through wisdom the, the power to ask oneself what am I doing what do I want to be doing so now he elaborates a little bit. His language is all very concise. For what purpose am I doing this? All right, so what do we have? Which is the end of the Torah. That refers to das. Because enayim, the eyes of the mind. Moshe fixed our eyes. How do you connect das to lev, to our heart, which is the source of our midah? The, the Torah has a bridge there. And Le'ene Kol Yisrael, Das, flows into Lev, Lamed Beit, just in the text of the Torah. The last phrase is about Das, seeing, awareness, knowledge. It leads to the Lev, it leads to the heart. That's a remise that what we know must flow into our heart, the source of our Mita. How? Now he's going to say, it's hinted at through the word Beratius, one of the Tirgum, I forgot if it was Tirgum Yonasan or the Yonis or Tirgum Unkelis, teaches Beratius as Bechachma. Bechachma, that God created the world with wisdom. As is I'll there, say. Is yeah. there a connection between Ayan and Ain, you know, being like a, uh, like a source of water? Yeah, 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 there is. Through, like, yes, there is. Through, like, uh-huh. Like to flow, to flow out. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Ain, the Zahu Bereshis Bara Elohim. Now he's going to take this concept, and this is another uh, thing that the Peleoites does. There's a lot of Hasidic forms. He just stated his concept. Golis Hamidos, <coughs> reattach it to the Seichel by asking ourselves, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? That's the thrust of the Eighth of the Mimer. Now what he does is he's going to show a remez to this concept in the words of the Psukim. A remez, it's a hint. The Zehu Bereshis Bara Elohim. As it says, Bereshis Bara Elohim, Shatikun Halev, the fixing of the heart, Shahu Makor Hamidas, the source of our Midas, Hu Al Yidei Rishas Reshis Chachma, is through the beginnings of wisdom, the Chachma Isbariru, as we said, that the Midas become refined through Chachma. Now the word bara, which means God created, he has a different remez on that. So the word bara is related to the word health. So bereshis, through wisdom, because reshis is chachma, bara, one can heal, give health. To what? Elohim. What is Elohim? Gematria Hateva, a well-known gematria. The gematria of the Shem Elohim is Hateva, which means nature, the nature of a human being in this respect. Bereshis Bara Elohim, with wisdom 
one heals their nature. The nature of the Midos to follow the physicality of a human being is healed, fixed, with wisdom. Koachma. No, that's his Chiddush. That's his Chiddush. Sha'ayidei bechinas chachma yuchal v'takenes ha-Midos shelo nimshachem achar ha-Teva through wisdom attaching to the Midos so we don't follow our habits ki b'tachpulos ta'aseh l'cham l'chama as we have explained, one has to do battle with the Yetzir Harash with a plan. And his plan is connect the Midos to the Seichel by the Koach Ma. Is there any um, chance <coughs> uh, uh, to Bara and Chavna Bara and Chavna Bara and Chavna Bara? Different. Bez Resh Aleph, Bez Resh Resh. Again, when you have a two-letter Shurish, to say what the connection is, it's sometimes difficult, it's sometimes a stretch. But Enochinami, they share a Bez and a Resh. Okay. Our right, last part of the Mayimah. Yes, Nisan. Repeat for me the, yeah. the, the first and second parts of the Gematria. <coughs> sure. Or the second sure. The second so, Bereshis Bura Lukim? Which, yeah. We're translating that. Bereshis, right. in the Pshad, in the beginning God created. Right. Bereshis means with wisdom. Because the word Reshis is wisdom. Reshis Chachma. So, Bereshis means with wisdom. The with. Wisdom, with wisdom. Bara, one can make healthy, like the word bereus, health. Elohim, their nature, as Hateva. Okay, I'm, the only thing I'm not really connecting with is, is where, I understand Reishi Stockman, but Reishi means beginning, beginning. doesn't mean wisdom. Reishi Stockman means the beginning of wisdom. Yes. Now, you'll, you'll see that because Chachma is the first in the, in the order of Midah, okay, is the curious. first in the realm of mind. So Chachma is Reishis, is the beginning. It's true that Kesser is above Chachma, but that's above the realm of Mochim. Yes. Of Kesser, Chachma, Bina. Now Chachma, Bina, and Das, which are the three Mochim, Chachma is the first. So it's it's Reishis. It gets that name. Reishis also means Rosh. Yeah, it comes from the word Rosh. Yeah. Yeah. Now the last part of the Bible, which has another Chiddush in it. Beautiful Chiddush. Vihine. All human function is dependent upon being Masake in Armida. Everything we do is related to how we fix Armida. This means both what we do spiritually and what we do physically. Meaning, We know that love and fear, or love and awe, which are the first two Midos, chesed and gevura, ahava and yura. Chesed is giving out, just fundamentally. Yura is pulling back, fundamentally. Those two things, hu klavas hamidos, shehu bechinas dechilu urechimu. That's the Aramaic of those words. Dechilu means fear, rechimu means love. It's like we say, l'shem yuchud kudsha b'richo, l'shkinte bi dechilu urechimu, with fear and with love. V'yaduwa asher araisa below dechilu urechimu lo parches la'ela. It is known that Torah, which we learn and do, that does not have any emotion in it. It has no love and has no fear or awe. It doesn't fly upward. It doesn't soar. If our Torah is without Midos, it just, it's flat. It doesn't go anywhere. This is from the Zohar. Our wings. God's And this is that same mimer. Yes, Misa. So, 
I'm hearing you accurately. It says every human function is dependent upon reparation of the meter. Yes. Is that also to say that that there's a, a connection between bodily illness and, and faultiness? Of oh, meter? sure. Right. Sure. We don't. We unfortunately we don't know, know what that is. Go to that place. Yeah. Though, right. Yes. But that's I mean, because foundation. Well, feel there's been numerous New Age books right. written on the subject. The biggest of which is called "You Can Heal Your Life," right. where Louise Hay takes a body part and then comes up with an affirmation right. and says, "I'm going to repair." Basically, just saying, "I'm going to repair this meta, right. and that's going to cause a change in this physical part of my right. body." Yeah, and a lot of people, as you said, picked up on that in recent years. Lukamochen, kol prateham mitzvos. Likewise. All mitzvahs, not just the study of Torah. The way to fulfill a mitzvah is not to be a mechanical creature. Mitzvah means it's just done out of you know habit and being mechanical. But rather to infuse the mitzvahs with ahava and yira. Midos that are directed toward avodas Hashem. Midos that are connected to the seichel. That would, that would really change our life. Now that's being Yone Ruchnius, how we do a mitzvah. I'm going to say, but it's more than that. Yeah, is, this, is this a little bit of a dig here? I would. Anashi Melanda? You know, for longer? Well, it may be. <laughs> but I don't know for sure, because this is a very common quote. Mitzvah Anashi Melanda. But his grandfather has a mimer, Shoshana Samakam, where he does. Excuse me, the Mori Nine uh, does criticize a person who becomes a London but does not work on their character. And he uses similar Russian. Now, this, this is, a, I feel, a tremendous insight. Okay, we know we have, when it comes to mitzvahs and Torah that we have to have our mitos in the right place. We have to do mitzvahs with emotion. He says, but the truth is, in our ordinary daily physical life, we have to do the same thing. And all the more so, we have to infuse them with proper mitos when we eat, or when we sleep, or when we have a conversation. So that we don't end up indulging ourselves like an animal. As we said, it's through wisdom. Same concept. To reflect, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Not only in doing a mitzvah, but also when we do something to fulfill a physical need. Ask the same question. Connect the midos to that too. Don't leave that part of human behavior out of the picture. It's all one human being. The zehu beratius. Now he wraps it up. Again, beratius. Shehu bechinas reishis chachma, with wisdom. Shabazeh boro elokim, one can heal their nature. Shabachachma isbariru, midos can be healed and rectified through being connected to wisdom. Venisbarura bechinas elokim, bigamatri hateva, like we said. Ubezeh tuluyim kol pe'ulos adam, and all human function is based on this tikkun. Hein beruchnias. As that applies spiritually. What's the next phrase? Es HaShemayim, the heavens. You will fix your spirituality with this, the heavens. And, Shemor Alinyone Ruchniyim, that spiritual thing. The Es HaOretz, and the earth, and the physicality of a human being is also repaired by this process. Shemor Alinyone Artsius, that refers to the earthiness, the Gashmias 
of a human being. It is all dependent upon the tikkun of the midos through wisdom. So that's the connection of knowledge to the heart by asking oneself koachma and the pasuk bereshis borelokim es hashemayim esoretz through wisdom one heals their nature both in spiritual matters mitzvahs and Torah and in physical matters when we have to take care of our own physical needs connecting the midos to the seichel is the tikkun for the complete human being yes Nisa so since we don't really have the, the tools to assess what Mita might be faulty that's connected to what particular body but our choice then is to rectify all our Mita's we just got to work on it actually and connect it to touch as much as we can connect it to our understanding of Torah but certainly how to apply it if we can get insight into which of our Mita's are more lacking than others yeah and, and but we can't necessarily assume that any particular fault in our lives and our bodies we, we, we don't feel that we know that much. Right. We don't know it well enough to make that assumption. But I had the same thought that... Um, I, do you think he's saying we should do this alone and by ourselves? Or I would think well, to be with a Rebbe or sure. a friend or, yeah. you know, to... Yeah. The, whole, the whole thing. You know, with okay. oneself to ask a question, with friends, with the, with the Rebbe, to, to really find find as much as we can to connect our behavior to our seichel yeah. from all resources. Yeah. Mark, you had a no, there's, a, there's a book that connects um, the various midos. Uh, it goes into the book of Rav Nachman that connects the midos to the various body parts. I'm, I'm very hesitant about yeah, that. Right, I, I, mean, I, don't think that we, I don't think that we understand that well enough to really properly apply it. I mean, it's an interesting thing and that's the yesoda that but if it's done without the complete, you know, picture, it, I think it can be a little harmful. Well, it has, it has or a little simplistic. Safer, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not knocking the safer. I'm knocking our understanding of the safer. Yeah. It's I have four kinds of genes. The phrase Midos, the Torah learning, which mentioned about the Anishinaabe, and also the various body parts, putting it together and holding the... Are referring to the Arba Minin, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. We put it all together. The heart, the heart the spine, the spine, right. The eyes, right. right. The four right. different kinds of Jews having right. meetups in our right. or just Torah. Right. Fred? It's well known that the Tariag Mitzvahs <coughs> are divided into Asseis and Losas. Right. And each one corresponds to a part of the body. Right. Um, there's a famous Hasidisha story about a Hasidisha Rebbe who I think we're going to say who went to a doctor and wanted to have a, a diagnosis about uh, an ailment that he had. So if the doctor diagnosed what, what was wrong with him, he started to leave. And the doctor said, where are you going? Did you want to know what you need to do to, to repair it? He said, no, I, I, I know what I need to do. I just wanted to know precisely what part of the body was wrong. I know that you <laughs> now that you told me, I know I know the meat that I need to work right. on. <laughs> right. Halavai, that's a much right. Yeah. <laughs> so what other question is that there? Yeah, so the union of the lay and the eye, the eyes are considered... In, in the context of this mimer, seichel. And it's connecting so, the seichel to the lay. So like in Shema, we say, ah, way, yeah. that backwards. Yes. So that's what Shema is saying, don't go that way, go that way. Right. There you have the heart influencing the mind um, for, for the negative. That's what you're saying, yeah. 
Yes, yeah, Doug. Um, it, it doesn't elaborate <coughs> so much on. I mean, this could be, it, this was a very good show. It was sound also from the same place. Mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't elaborate so much on the emotion in this moment. Not in this moment. You know, right. It almost sounds, so, and I, I, so, you know, if you bring to the mind, what am I doing, why am I doing it? can be very heady, and there's only this one little allusion to fear and love. So I'm just wondering how you see that, you know, in, in a little more practical, so a person doesn't just become over-intellectualized everything, and then right. there isn't that connection between the mind and the heart, which is right. talking about. So how, right. how do you see that happening? I think the idea is this, that if a person asks that question, right, before they do something, and when we do something, an, an action, that action contains the maisa and the emotions within that maisa. And immediately ask, asking the question connects both the action and the emotion to the seichel. You're right, you know, if we just ask an intellectual question, we could end up doing the same thing. But we're trying to connect the whole human being, the action and the emotions in the, a in, in the action, to that seichel. If I'm able to conclude, let's say I could make a conclusion, I'm doing this, this is very basic, because this is what God wants me to do in this specific situation. That could be, if I really allow that to seep in, a very inspiring thought. That I'm being Mekayim Ratzon Hashem, Balatanya writes, although we don't grasp Hashem at all, but in a certain way, here in this world, we know what God's will is. He wants us to put on a pair of senses. We know that for sure. So if we can connect the maisa and the emotion through the question, then the emotions become enhanced. I would even say that they could become inspired the more one asks this question. Even in the most mundane thing, you apply this, it would help you prioritize, you know, what we have a million things to do. Why, right. What's my goal? Why am I doing this? Right. Helps you eliminate. Yeah. It is. It's a good organizational aid to do. Yeah. I have a, a question. Yes, Mark, and then you sign. Then we'll uh, you know, when you say L'Shem Yichud before Mitzvah, yeah. it says the Hiller Rahimo with fear and with love, and it says the Yichud Hashem Yud K. It says that, but then you go to uh, the Yichud uh, Hashem uh, and it says again, L'Shem Yichud, the Hiller Rahimo, and it says, the Tamir Vanella. Oh, you mean Halu Tamir Vanella. Right, right. In other words, that it's concealed. So right. what, what is the difference in other words? Why is it... Why, why sometimes that's mentioned right, or yeah. not? Right. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that phrase is attached to some of those kathilas and sometimes it's not. It seems the opposite of yeah. where you, you know. Yeah. The acknowledgement is that there is a, a, a koach here which is beyond us mm -hmm. that's at play. Halu Tamir Vanella. The one who is hidden and concealed from all. We're, we're reaching beyond what we know. Because he alludes to that when he says, uh, Yeah. You know, when, yeah. The, when I spoke in the right. world. The world being, yeah. Yes, Lisa? I'm just wondering if you ask, what am I doing and why am I doing it? Are we asking that to get an honest answer from ourselves or to remind ourselves why we should be doing what we're doing? I, I think that it's both. Yeah, yeah, because like times, I'll think to myself, if I start to think to myself, I'm writing a check right now for Sudaka, you know, 
and I asked myself in that moment, what am I doing and why am I doing this? And my name is Jack Bertsaduka because I happen to know that the head of this organization could be meaningful to me in some business-like way. <laughs> and therefore, I'm not in this deck because I'd like some kind of, you know, business-related kickback. Uh-huh. Not, I'm giving, you know, not not necessarily to remind myself, right. I'm giving this to Ducker because it, it, Hashem says that this is a learning institution and when you give to, you know, learning institutions, it's a, it's a very high metric. So, I think that's beneficial too. Right. You know? I, but I'm just thinking, like, I, if I were to start asking myself this question time in, time out, I, I, would, I would have to be very honest with myself in order to do it. And I might reach the point where I would have to say to myself, okay, I've done enough of that for now because all the answers I've gotten back aren't necessarily the right. ones that I'd like to get back. You rack with that's, self-doubt and That's where we have to learn more and more and more. Right. And I really mean that because, right, so we have one mimer, right? And then we'll learn another and another, and we're going to start to build a picture of how one concept balances against another concept. And here he's talking about attaching Midos to the Seichel through this Eitzah. He's going to say other Eitzahs that are sometimes different, sometimes almost you think it's got to be one or the other. And he's talking, what you come out with as a picture is that a certain approach works in this situation, that's where we apply it. Another approach works in a different situation, that's where we apply that. And I think that's where our own judgment comes in, or, or seeking counsel also, when we find, okay, I took this ASAP, but I think I took it into the wrong area. It's, okay, it's bringing change, that's good, but I think it's bringing change that maybe not be so good. Now I need another ASAP. Now I need to know maybe I'm misapplying what was said. So we're going to build on it. We're going to build on it. So the text is basically about to be Masakonomidas through the understanding that comes through the precious. Yes. That's the basic. It's all, the whole Sefer is al How do these psukim impact my avodas Hashem? And more specifically, what does it mean to my avodas Hashem right now? Okay, Hashem created the world. What can I do? We need to know that. What does that mean in my avodas Hashem? So, the next time, 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 the next